0: Hello, Horror Nights In family, and welcome to another episode of Horror Nights In podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and on this podcast, we talk about old horror, we talk about fresh horror, my life, and of course, Roxy is here as my co-host, and if you're watching this on YouTube, she's actually right behind me. I don't know if you can see her. She's behind the curtain. Anyway, (laughs) um... So also for me for a little bit more behind the scenes content from me make sure you guys are following me on my socials Twitter at R us, Instagram at @nightsin Also to watch the recording of this podcast, head on over to my YouTube channel. All you gotta do is go to the search bar and type in Horror Nights in Podcast and you will find me. I also put new episodes of the podcast out every other Monday and new YouTube videos every single Wednesday. I am also working on my new Patreon page, which will be ready on Halloween. I am so excited to finally announce that to you guys. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, also on Halloween, if you're listening to this episode before Halloween, me and my really good podcast friend, um, Chucky side chick, um, we're going to go live on Instagram for kind of like a little virtual Halloween bash. I'm really excited about it. Um, you can find all the details on my Instagram at horror nights in, uh, we will be going live at seven 30 Eastern standard time. So definitely come join us. We're going to be talking about horror movies we're gonna be talking about uh, pretty much anything we want to we have some games that we're gonna do of course we will be drinking a little bit so definitely stay tuned for that i'm super excited about that me and uh me and Chucky, side so we put this together uh, a couple weeks ago, so we've been planning out things we want to do. So if you guys don't have plans for Halloween, come hang out with us because it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and thank you guys so much again for listening and watching the recorded podcast if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and also, if you guys are listening to this on iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. I'm trying to get to 10 new ones before the end of the year, and I'm counting on you. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to War Nights in Podcast. Scary movies. Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Just like in the last episode, we have new segments of the podcast. I don't know how long I'm going to call them new because I've been doing this for the past few episodes, but I'm just going to keep saying it until I until whenever. Um, So the first segment is where I chit-chat a little bit about Shudder horror films that I watched this week, and I'm calling it a sec with Shudder. In no way I'm affiliated with Shudder yet, hopefully one day. Um, If you're a horror fan, you know that Shudder has many interesting and unique horror films to watch, and I wanted to challenge myself to definitely watch more of them. So uh, last week I watched a film called Demon. So this film was released in 2000 And it was directed by, um, I apologize if I screw up this name, Marquine Roran. And it centers on a man newly arriving from England to marry his fiance. This man's name is Peter. He has been given a gift of her family's ramshackle cottage house in rural Poland. Uh, While inspecting the premises on the eve of the wedding, he falls into a pile of human remains. The ceremony proceeds, but strange things begin to happen. Uh, During the wild reception, Peter comes undone. He is also introduced to an iconic ancient figure from Jewish folklore. Uh, It takes a toehold in his present day celebration for a very particular reason. Um, I put the trailer in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. Um, It's creepy, dark, but also beautiful in a way. I guess that could be an adjective that I'm going to use for this. Um, I would definitely recommend it if it's something that sounds interesting. So the second segment that's new to the podcast is What's in the Horror News. Basically, I chat about everything new and exciting in the horror film world and some other things too, which you'll understand as I continue with this uh, What's in the News So this is wild, but apparently President Trump is going to look into whether aliens are real. Um, When asked um, about the Department of Defense starting a UFO task force, Trump said, well, I'm going to have to check on that. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard that two days ago, so I'll check on that. I'll take a good, strong look at that. Um, Last year, Trump said (laughs) when he was asked if UFOs are real or not, Um, he said that, I mean, I've seen and I've read and I've heard and I do not have one brief meeting or I did have one brief meeting on that, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs. Do I believe in it? Not particularly. I don't want to get too much into it. Personally, I tend to doubt it. I mean, you have people that swear by it. I'm not a believer, but I guess anything is possible. Um... So um, I don't really like to quote President Trump all that often, but when it comes to aliens and things like this, I'll give it a pass. Um, So I did find that sort of interesting considering how many celebrities right now are talking about aliens. I'm not going to get too much into it um, just because that is something I'm going to cover on a video. um, So stay tuned for that. Um, But if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of aliens. But honestly, I don't think aliens want anything to do with us right now. So but like I said, I'm going to delve deeper into that in a future video. So that's going to be on YouTube. So make sure you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Um. So let's get into the topic. So with it being almost Halloween, we are a couple a couple days away. Today is the twenty sixth. Obviously, Halloween is on the thirty first, and we are grace with Halloween being on a Saturday this year, which is really awesome. Um, I really wanted to dive deep into the story and the life of the iconic Final Girl, Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode is obviously a fictional character and the main protagonist in the Halloween franchise, appearing in seven of the films in the series, soon to be nine, as there are two upcoming um, movies featuring the character that are due to be released. We obviously know the one is coming out hopefully next year, and then we get a final one, so we know that. So... Backstory on Lori. She was born in nineteen sixty-one and was the third and youngest child of Donald and Edith Myers of forty-five Lampkin Lane in Haddonfield, Illinois. Uh, she had two siblings, both older than her. Of course, we have her sister, Judith Myers, and her brother, Michael Myers. On October 31st, 1963, on Halloween night, the infant Loy- Lori and her brother, Michael, were both being babysat by local neighbor, Minnie Blankenship, who had secretly been brainwashing six-year-old Michael for months with stories of the meaning of Halloween and the cult of Thorn, which we will eventually be placed, of course, in an and the curse of thorn upon the boy while their parents went to the lost river drive-in to see a screening of psycho michael sneaked out of the house and back across the street where their older sister judith was entertaining her boyfriend daniel he watched as they kissed and retreated upstairs to get down and do the dirty in judith's bedroom And once they were upstairs and lights were off, Michael entered the house through the back door and entered the kitchen where he took out a very large kitchen knife out of a drawer and hid in the shadows as he watched Daniel come down the stairs and leave. Michael then proceeded upstairs and stabbed Judith to death with the knife as she was combing her hair at her dresser. He then went down the stairs, out the front door, to find their parents had arrived home. Donald and Edith Myers got out of their car and unmasked Michael, dressed as a clown that Halloween, and he stood before them mute and stunned, holding the bloody knife in his hand. So it's funny, as I was doing my research for the character of Laurie Strode, I there were definitely some things that he didn't remember or I knew at one time and they came back to me like as I was writing down the notes like how why the parents left what movie they were going to go see so um that's why I love doing podcasts like this where I you know focus on one character because there's so many things I feel like I knew or I forgot about. Um, so let's keep going. Um, so after Michael, after the, uh, you know, the, the brew killing of his sister, um, he was sent to Smith's Grove, Warren County sanitarium. Her biological parents went to visit him occasionally, but then they died in a car accident, which left Lori as an orphan. She was adopted by her parents, close friends, Morgan and Pamela Strode, Um, and they renamed her to protect her from the infamous act uh, from her older brother. When she was visiting Michael, she told him she was his sister and for him not to be mad at her. But after the incident, her adoptive parents never allowed her to go back. Then, of course, on Halloween And then, of course, on October 30th, uh, 1978, Michael Myers broke out of Smith's Groves, destroying his room and carving the word sister on the back of the door and sought out, of course, to murder his sister. After killing off her friends, Michael could not kill his sister. And, of course, the film ends. Then we have the second Halloween where Laurie fights for her life again in the hospital with the help of Dr. Loomis. Lori was then transported to a larger hospital alongside the other survival of the hospital massacre, Jimmy Lloyd. In the next few films, we see that Lori supposedly dies in a car accident and isn't seen again until the very infamous Halloween H20 20 years later or what I'd like to call Halloween water. (laughs) Um... So we see that the car accident that was in the previous film was fake, and she was and she had assumed a fake name and a new life as the headmistress of a California private school, where her teenage son, uh, son John Tate, aka Josh Hartnett, with his weird ass hair, um, is a student. We see that Lori has also become an alcoholic. And she's still struggling with the memory of 20 years ago and worries that Michael Myers may return. And of course he does. And the film ends with Laurie supposedly decapitating him. Um, Then we get the horrible Halloween resurrection in this film. Laurie is back in the hospital and we find out that she accidentally killed a paramedic in H2O. And it was not her brother Michael. Um, In this film, she is preparing for Michael's return. And when he does, she lures him on the institution's rooftop. Although he falls into her trap, Lori's fears of, again, killing the wrong person get the better of her. And Michael stabs her and drops her from the roof to her death. Um, Which brings us now to present day Halloween 2018. Not so much present day because it's 2020, but you know what I mean. Um, where pretty much every single tie and storyline is ignored, including her being Michael's sister. I'm not sure I really wanted that to be ignored, considering this eliminates the motive of Michael to kill his family. Now it paints it as Michael is just a psycho babysitter killer, which is all right, but, you know, kind of like, why take that away? And I actually was reading today that John Carpenter regretted making them siblings. So in this film, Lori has been preparing to kill Michael ever since their initial encounter in 1978. She is both a daughter and a granddaughter at this point now. The events of what happened in the original film has caused her to have severe PTSD for the past 40 years, which affected her family and her daughter being taken into custody when she was 12. She had two failed marriages in the 40-year gap, and... That's pretty much we kind of know how Halloween 2018 ends with um, her trapping Michael in the basement. But then, of course, we get that clip most recently of the fire trucks um, going towards the blaze and Lori and her daughter and granddaughter in the back of the pickup truck. And Lori is obviously screaming like, no, like don't go. Um, That's not exactly what she says, but it's it's along those lines. Um, Okay, so. Do I like Laurie Strode? Yes, of course. I think she is a badass finale girl, but she does suffer from horrible PTSD. But like, who can blame her, honestly? Like, who can blame her? Um, the, just the idea of going through something your whole life being traumatized by this event. Now, this is if you're ignoring all the films in between. Even if you just go from the 1978 film and you're thinking, like, you're just a babysitter And you're being terrorized by this masked maniac, and you're living with this idea that he could be back for 40 years. Um, So it definitely is not surprising. The thing is, I've always wanted to know what happens to Final Girls or characters after a horror film is over i've always liked to think that i actually did i remember if you guys go back and listen to the episode when i did wrong turn i had this like whole life like like thing that i made for the two survivors um And I've always wanted to know how do these final girls deal with the trauma? Now, of course, we've seen it with Cindy Prescott in the Scream series. Um, Shout out to Billy Loomis, who is on my shirt. If you're watching the recorded version, then you know that you can see my shirt from here. But if you don't know, then um, yeah, it's Billy Loomis on my shirt. Um, So I was always curious to see, you know, what, what happens to them after they've been through these horribly traumatic events um so yes she is a badass um and it seems like her only happy years were when her adoptive parents um basically never let her visit her brother again and she seemingly forgets about it she doesn't really think about it again until 1978 when he returns and now she just dedicates her entire life to killing her brother or not brother depending on how you want to look at it Um, I guess now you could actually call her a final woman, not so much a final girl. Um, we also saw in the 2018 film that her family makes her out to be this crazy paranoid woman, but she's essentially the only person with a plan. I mean, she was ready. She was prepared. Um, and this same idea can be said for, you know, Halloween H2O, her own son deemed her crazy for thinking Michael would ever come back. And then of course we saw in the film that he did come back. Um, same thing, you know, for, like I said, for Halloween, 2018, Lori has also positioned herself in a seemingly rural area where no one else can save her, but herself, which is of course, which, you know, her mindset, she decided not to live in, you know, like a secure facility. She decided to live in the middle of nowhere to where she only could rely on herself. You know, no one came to her rescue when she was hiding in the closet and Michael is coming for her with the butcher knife. Um, she really has definitely fended for herself when it comes to, um, when it comes to saving her own life. Uh, so is Laurie the most famous of the final girls? Maybe, depending on how you look at it. For me, I think that she, she was probably, Halloween was probably the first film that I watched where I really, um, got the, knew what the idea of a final girl was, and I would have to say she's probably the most iconic in the first one. Then, of course, second would definitely be Sidney Prescott. Then you can maybe go into some other ones. There's a lot of them out there. Uh, Jessica Biel in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then, of course, we have uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, that's just off the top of my head right now. Um, and Halloween 2018 has also gave us insight as to what happens when a final girl grows up, which is kind of what I was saying before. Like what I was saying before with Sydney Prescott, and I also forgot, of course, Nancy, hello from A neighbor on Elm Street. It seems that our final girls, final women, I want to say now, I'm gonna rebrand that, They definitely do their best to venture on and live a relatively normal life. Um, We see them, maybe they get book deals, they have kids, they get married, or they become like Lori and they have a fortress in the woods somewhere. But hey, you know, everybody deals with things differently. But there is one thing that they definitely have in common is that our final girls and our final women never stop fighting. Thank you. The end. Just kidding. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the recording of this podcast episode. Once again, my name is Crystal. Make sure you guys are following me on my socials. Definitely stay tuned for details um, for my Patreon page. I am so excited for you guys to finally be able to see all the thousands of things that I've been working on that's just like stuck in my head all the time. Um... So yeah, I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Horror Nights in Podcast. If you did like it, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast as well as my YouTube channel. Once again, I put new videos out every single Wednesday on my YouTube channel and a new podcast episode out every other Monday. And um, if you guys are just podcast listeners, it's totally fine. I wanted to wish you a very, very happy, safe Halloween. If you guys are doing anything fun, please be safe follow your guidelines, wear a mask. Also, um, make sure you guys get out there and use your voice to vote. I actually voted yesterday. So uh, definitely do that. It's super important. And I will see you guys in the next episode. And happy Halloween. Bye. Welcome to Horror Nights in podcast. Uh What's your favorite scary movie?